Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you until the top of the hour. A lot of stuff, a lot of questions, a lot of information. We're going to get right to it. First, let me introduce the folks who are here with us first. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title at Escrow. Hi, Lee. Hi. You can, you can reach her on her cell phone directly anytime at 649-7964. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, they do a great job as well doing uh, getting your loans uh, done, finished, closed. And then, of course, Lee and Limestone closes them illegally. And you can reach Randy at 6450736. My son, Greg, has the day off. And you can reach me, Bob Sikoler, anytime because we are still looking for a lot of homes to list and sell. We'll talk about that in a second. You can reach me anytime directly at 3765483. If you want to see a rebroadcast of the show, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's uh, because we're doing Zoom, our Zoom show. Zoom puts it up to YouTube. YouTube rebroadcasts it, and you can see it at uh, LouisvilleAnswers.com. All right, in the news. Home sales expected to hit a 16-year high in 2022. That's according to Realtor.com's Danielle Hale. But right now, Louisville's inventory, normally about 2,500 to 3,000 homes, has less than 1,000 homes on the market as of this past Wednesday. And as Lee, Randy, and I will tell you, that that's a problem for buyers. And we have some solutions. We're going to talk about those in a little bit. More than 50% of prospective buyers recently surveys, though, say they feel optimistic about the housing market, despite headlines over rapidly rising costs that can make them feel discouraged. Home prices are rapidly rising. The rental prices are uh, rising as well and at a faster pace. In fact, in more than half of the nation's largest U.S. metros, Americans likely will find buying a starter home more affordable than renting. That's according to a newly released report from Realtor.com. Mortgage interest rates expected to climb again shortly. Randy, where are we right now? About 4.5, or 3.5, 3.7? MLS, Yes, we're, we're, we're in the low fours. And as I was one of the only ones that I know of that predicted it. I do not think they're coming down at the end of the year. And I've said that before. Um, uh, so, and it's holding true as of now. Actually, they've gone up a little more than I thought they would, though. Um, I did not think they would that, reach, you know, above 4%. But that's where they're at. Uh, but I, I don't see them uh, weighing down less than 375 by the end of the year. Okay. And finally, the Walt Disney Company, don't know if you heard about this, bringing – Story Living by Disney to those who want to live out the Disney magic beyond the silver screen. They announced that they'll be building a housing development in Southern California, the first of what they claim and plan to be uh, many across the United States. And imagine, if you would, a cross between Norton Commons and Disney World. That's basically what we'll be looking at with these new Disney communities. Yeah. And uh, in case you don't know, by the way, Norton Commons was based on the Disney community of Celebration in Celebration, Florida, about uh, 20 miles outside of Orlando near Disney World. So they've got some precedents for doing exactly what they're saying they're going to do. 
All right, so let's get to the questions again. Email me the question, Bob at WeSellLouisville.com. Put radio question in the subject line. Put the body, the question in the body of the email. Send it over, and we will get it on the air. And this one, Lee, is for you. Barry just turned 65 in June of last year, and Barry notified the public uh, PVA that he was due a 25% homestead tax exemption. Barry's tax bill came in in November, and it did not reflect the change. He contacted PVA, the sheriff's department, who told him that they would issue a refund, but they are behind in all the paperwork. Barry is losing faith in both PVA and sheriff's department. Is there anything he can do? I know you're an attorney, but my thought on this was he's just got to wait. Is There's nothing legally that he can do to go after uh, the sheriff's department or PVA, right? No, it would be uh, it would probably be an exercise in futility because you'd you'd spin your wheels and you end up getting the refund anyway. I mean, they owe you the refund, Barry, so you're you'll get it. But you know, COVID. I know COVID, everybody's trying to hear about COVID being an excuse for delays, but that's yeah. probably you know, and and uh, so they're probably understaffed like everyone else, and they and they're probably just behind. But I wouldn't lose faith in just you know maybe once a month if you haven't gotten it yet, just find them. And, and we should point out, anybody who is 65 years of age, what's the, the break? Is that your birthday, 65, you notified PVA, and you get the senior discount, right? Right. Homestead exemption. Yeah. Homestead exemption. Yeah, but don't, don't wait because they're not going to go back in years. So if you turn 65 two years ago, you're not going to get uh, a, an extra year of, of the credit. And you deserve it if you're 65 or older. All right, Randy, put your thinking cap on. Olivia is going to pull money out of her house to purchase another home. The lender she's talking to is saying something about a first position home equity loan. She's not sure what that is. Any thoughts on, have you heard of that before? Uh, yes. And, and I, I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, for example, they're saying that short that is a short-term interest rate loan based on crime, uh-huh. uh, and they're supposed to go up eight times this year, eight times alone. So we're looking at at least a two-point, um, uh, uh, I'm going up two points on short-term loans, yeah. uh, which will put us right at five, five and a quarter percent on, on in that scenario. So I'm not a fan of doing a, a home equity line. Uh, I would do a fixed rate mortgage. And this one being first position takes precedence over a normal mortgage is, is that yeah well it's just yeah. like what it basically is bob it's a home equity line on your on your first mortgage like you usually do a 30-year fixed okay all it is is a home equity line you can take up and down so uh so in other words if if, if you do a home equity loan obviously you can take it to a hundred thousand if it's a hundred thousand dollar credit you can have it's like a credit card that's lower interest basically it, it same thing like- with the first position home equity Got it. It's not a fixed rate. Yes. All right. Uh, we talked about uh, the fact that there is such a need for homes uh, on the market because buyers are out there. The inventory is low. We now have five ways. That's me, Bob, and uh, my team. Five ways to help you sell your home and just about guaranteed to help you find your next home. You ready for this, guys? You can go to bobsellmyhome.com or sellmyhomebob.com. So those URLs will take you to my page and you'll get read about it and you can fill out some information and we'll get to you as soon as you do. Just so you know, moving on. All right. Lee Jaden says in an email to us that during the heavy rains, a couple of weeks ago, water washed a lot of dirt 
off of his neighbor's property onto Jaden's property, and he asked the neighbor to clean it up, but so far nothing. So Jaden is wondering, how can he force the neighbor to clean up the dirt? Any suggestions on that one? Uh, that's going to be difficult because it was an act of God and there was a lot of that going, you know, but I thought he was going to say his basement leaked because I got a lot of calls about that. When it oh, rained. did you? Oh, boy. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, to be neighborly, you might want to just send a letter requesting. Hmm. Uh, you might want to walk it over there uh, and say, hey, you know, could we get this done and give him a time frame? Um, legally speaking, it's, it, it's going to be difficult because, you know, what are you going to do? You'd have to go to like small claims court and uh, might not even necessarily be victorious in that case. So uh, maybe offer to, you know, split the cost with them or something like that. But it was an act of God. So it's, it's, it's a little different than if your neighbor had just thrown dirt on your, on your yard. So let's back up to the question you got from uh, some people calling regarding water going in their basement. What was your advice to them? Because I'm sure a lot of people listening had the same problem, including me. Yes. So when that big rain happened uh, a week or two ago, yeah. Uh, mostly it was people who had just purchased their homes, and of course, when they first huge rain, the, the basement leaked, mm-hmm. and so they would go to their disclosure and see if it said that the basement leaked. And that was one of those rains that, if it says it's in your disclosure that it. it it leaks when it's sometimes heavy, heavy rain. That's going to be one of those rains because it was, it came down pretty fast and furious, you know, and it's going to, it's going to back up. It's going to either back up or come into people's homes. So really, I don't think that's going to be a common thing for most of those people, but it certainly is something that they might want to consider as far as getting their basement waterproofed uh, or if there's any cracks, getting them sealed because those rains come around, you know, often and you're gonna if you have furniture down there carpet all that could get ruined hey lee what was the advice that you gave to people who's bought a home that the, the disclosure did not say it rained or leaked during heavy rains what did you end up uh, telling um them at that point well if the seller has had experience with a leaky basement at any point in their ownership of that property they have to disclose that on the form. And if they did not, and the buyer can uh, prove that the seller had previously had water damage or mm-hmm. water and didn't tell them, then the buyer certainly has legal rights under your contract to get reimbursed for the costs of either repairing it, waterproofing, things like that. Uh, and your contract in Louisville calls for mediation and arbitration, uh, anything that's above the limit of small claims court. So. Yeah, they would have to look at their disclosure if if it says it never leaked and then it does leak and they can show that that was not true, then they certainly have rights. Yeah, and the key word, I think, is they have to prove that it leaked prior to them purchasing the house so that the former, the seller, had knowledge that there had been a leak and they were basically not coming forward with that, right? Right. I get a lot of cases in mediation where people say, well, they had to have known and that that's not going to rise to the level of, of, of proof that you have to have something showing that they did know. Yeah. You know, so start calling waterproofing companies. Hey, have you been ever out here? Right. <laughs> this address? Yeah. Cause that's proof. 
All right, Brandy, back over to you. Noah is writing to tell us that she's about to purchase a home later this year. It will be her first home, and she's seeing that interest rates are coming up at 4 or above 4%. And she's wondering at what point should she consider an adjustable rate mortgage over going with a conventional mortgage? Well, I, you know, right now it doesn't make a lot of sense, but if, if you plan on staying in the house less than seven years in some situations, you can save about a half a point. Uh-huh. Uh, you still can't in this environment, uh, but uh, that if, if rates continue to tick up, then that's a possibility. So probably if you're going to you know, stay in seven or years or less, you can get a seven-arm or five-one uh, five, adjustable rate mortgage. The problem is, and Bob, you probably can – uh, being more in tune in this than I am, I can't. I, I know a lot of people say they're going to stay three years and they end up staying eight or seven. Uh, you don't Is that know. correct? You know, yeah, a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't. I really am. A, I've only sold two adjustable rate mortgages in my entire career, and, and I'm going to show my age. I've been doing this since the year 2000. Okay. Well, I, I had an adjustable rate mortgage when I was really, really, really young, and rates were really, really high. And I, and just so you know, personally, I lived year to year worrying that the rates were going to go up and my mortgage was going to go up. I don't think it was worth it for me, but you got to, you got to do what works for you and, and see what happens there. I, I I wish you the best, Noah. Um, Something I found this this week, we have an interesting, if you're a buyer or you know, someone who's going to be a buyer many, many years ago, I did a, started out as a 10 part series but it became many more 10 home buyer, 10 home buying mistakes.com. If you are a buyer, take a look at this. You'll see me 10, 15, 10 or 12 years ago, 10 home buying mistakes.com. It's interesting because it still holds true. And we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are looking at what burglars are looking at and what they want from your house. An interesting thought and concept. You'll want to hear this when you own or rent. With us, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow at 649-7964. And you can reach me, Bob Sokoler, anytime, day or night on my cell phone, 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-227. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call 
Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I built the number one brokerage firm in New York City by marketing luxury homes to the most qualified buyers. What makes the difference today in your area? The same thing, custom marketing to the right buyers. In Louisville, the agents with the best marketing plan are Bob and Greg Sokola. Their personalized marketing sells more homes for more money. If they can't find the right buyer on your deadline, they will buy it. Get the best marketing for your home. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and put more money in your pocket. News Radio 840 WHAS. Welcome back, Bob Sokola, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you. Till the top of the hour, you can reach me at 376-5483. We thank Barbara Corkin for her endorsement of us. Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow, continues with us at 6497964. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. Son Greg already out shooting photography of homes this Sunday morning. All righty. So big problem. We always are worried about your property people breaking in. I've got dogs. You may have dogs. I've got an alarm system. You may have an alarm system. But here are seven surprising items burglars want to steal from you. First of all, you should know that there's an estimated 3.7 million burglaries that occur every year in the United States. Each is resulting in an average loss of more than $2,000. But you can minimize that loss by basically taking heed. Clothing, if you leave expensive Name brand sneakers lying on the floor by your bed or even your closet. A burglar is likely to grab them on his way through. Who knew sneakers <laughs> were such a thing, right? Yeah. The next thing, if you have liquor out that is visible from a window on the street, that's a problem. You can have that easily ripped off. They, thieves won't break into your house just to steal that bottle of world-class uh, Pinot Noir, but if you're saving it for the right occasion, they may end up grabbing it if they're coming in. Something we all know, have heard about probably, prescription drugs, the black market for prescription drugs, huge. So you may want to put them in a bathroom medicine cabinet, but the thieves know that's where they're going to look first, is the bathroom medicine cabinet. The burglars won't take time to read the labels. They'll just grab everything. So be aware. You might want to try thinking of a more uh, unique place to stash those prescription drugs. Keys, and I see this all the time, if the keys are on a hook near an entryway or window, you, they're, they're right. And they're going to be, they're the things that the, they're looking for to be able to break into your car and whatever else, drive it away. Art and collectibles, your art collection may not rival that of the Louvre, but thieves will still grab paintings from walls in the hopes of reselling them or other collectibles, such as vases, the sculptures, and small antiques are also at risk. Uh, criminals won't take family photos, but they will take anything that looks original. By the way, a suggestion here, take pictures of all this stuff. Because if you're, you've got insurance and they take a valuable, at least you've got a picture of it to show the insurance company. Uh, some of the quick things, your identity thieves are continually going after your credit. 
So be careful, bank statements, credit cards, contracts, anything that you, you want to make sure you shred documents you don't need. They'll just, they'll just throw it into the garbage. And it's a good idea to um, also use one of those services that tracks your credit ratings. Um, relatively inexpensive. Finally, groceries, among the most surprising things that burglars are stealing these days, food from other and other everyday things, expensive spices even. And when uh, they're hungry or not, uh, whether they are, they're going along to get food to keep them from being hungry. So just keep some eyes on that. All right, back to our questions that uh, continue to come in. And incidentally, if you are thinking about selling your home, we have a free no-obligation booklet. All you got to do is send me an email. It's got uh, 150-plus tips that we send you out via email. You send uh, an email to bob at com. The subject line put selling tips. It's uh, free and no obligation. That's bob at com. Lee Hanna has listened to our radio show in the past. She's a long time. She's heard us talk about bringing over a cake to a neighbor when there's a dispute. We've talked about this instead of getting into an argument, bring the cake. But she's always wondered, when should the cake diplomacy be put aside and police be called in for a problem? At what point do you, as an attorney, recommend moving forward with calling authorities as opposed to trying to to be nice? Uh, health and safety, for sure. Yeah. Uh, feel threatened by your neighbors, for sure. You should make a police report because that's important to have in the, in the, in the record. And the it might show the neighbor that you are serious. You don't want them bothering you, whatever they're doing. Health, if they're doing something that's unhealthy on their property and it's you know coming over into your property. Yeah. Uh, or noise, noise complaints, because if you, ha- if you allow a neighbor to go on and on with you know, loud parties all night long for, for quite a while, you know, they're gonna start thinking that you don't care. But if you have a noise complaint, that's a, uh, you can put that on the record as well. Uh, but yeah, I'd say anything that's go- that is affecting your uh, lawful enjoyment of your property, and especially the health and safety, call and just get it in the record. Because if you ever go, if you do, ever do have a major dispute with your your neighbor, then that will be a good paper trail for you to show. I tried to resolve this. Uh, I called the proper authorities, and it's still a problem. So therefore, it becomes either a civil or a criminal matter at some point. Got it. Moving over to Randy, here's a question. And this one, Randy, you need to put your thinking cap on. Elijah trying to find a home, but every time he sees one that fits his budget, it's purchased by an investor or someone with cash. He's wondering what can he do to sway the odds in his favor of buying his dream home? Any thoughts on getting a pre-approval of some sort that would compete with a cash offer? Uh, one thing we do uh, in a lot of situations is do a quick video that uh, how the um, how qualified they really are. They could you know they could be qualified even for more. Um, and and if they have any questions, they can call me. But and, and then also obviously your real estate agent, uh, as you well know, Bob. It's you know you do escalation clauses. There's all kinds of different things you can do in that scenario. So I think the combination of both, but mostly the real estate agent is the one that's going to really drive that home. Yeah. One of the things that we're seeing more prevalent these days is offering a reverse contingency. So let's say, uh, Lee, you want to um, buy Randy's home, 
And Randy needs, from what you find out, he needs a month or two to be able to find his next home. So you write a, a strong contract your agent puts together, but at the same time, you say you'll allow Randy to live in his house one, two, three months. You can ask him to pay a rent back or not, and that may give you the upper hand as right. opposed to um, someone who's not going to do that. So hopefully, maybe that helps a little bit, Elijah. We've got a number of those tips that our agents work with on a regular basis if you want more help on that, give me a call at 376-5483. We can help you. And I'm, that's not just going out to buyers, but also sellers and also to other real estate agents who need some help. We're here for you. All right, Lee, uh, Isabella buying her first home. And when she writes in that her real estate agent told her she doesn't need an attorney to look at paperwork or to be at the closing, her parents say, eh, 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 not so fast. She should have an attorney review all documents. So who's correct? Isabella's a real estate agent or her parents? What would you tell well, Isabella? <laughs> in Kentucky, Isabella is correct. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess that her parents are from another state because in other states, attorneys uh, handle the real estate contracts and the closings uh, as a matter of course. In Kentucky, that is not common. I mean, we do have attorneys here that handle closings, but uh, Kentucky law does not require the person to be an attorney. And the real estate contract that your agent will pre present to you has been approved by, drafted by uh, attorneys. So it, it should be legit. Obviously, if you want to have an attorney, either review your contract or present at your closing, uh -huh. or closing, you absolutely have that right. But you don't need it, is what you're saying. No. Yeah. No. But I'm going to say this for Isabella's sake. You know, it's important to show support of what your parents say. <laughs> it might be worth, what would the cost be, you think, Lee? A hundred, two, three hundred dollars to have an attorney there? Oh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, not yeah. too much. It's an hour. It's about an hour's time. Yeah. So just to make your parents feel good, right? <laughs> You may want to consider doing it and tell your parents, hey, I had an attorney there and thank you for your advice. Because it's always good to show respect to your parents. I'm a big believer in that. That's coming from a parent. That is coming from a father of three, right? Yes. And somebody and who I, I had a lot of respect for my dad and always listened to what he said. All right, Randy, this, this may be the last question here. Sophia sent in an email. She's saying she's selling her house. She has an accepted contract. Inspections were completed and were agreed to. Now, she's finding out, you're going to find this uh, familiar, she's finding out that the buyer's mortgage company says the buyer is no longer qualified to buy the house. Plus, he gets the buyer, gets the good faith money back. So let's start with you, Randy, and then Lee, we're going to talk about the legal aspects of this. So, Randy, that, that can happen with some lenders. I will tell you, not with Swan folks, because they do their due diligence up front, but there are lenders who wait till the last week or so to do the due diligence and verify information, and that's where people get into into problems, right? Oh, absolutely. And in, in this situation, where you know it's it's a very competitive market again, and there's the inventory is low and all the above, it, it even gets worse. So, um, um, uh, the only thing I can tell them is, is obviously not to use that lender anymore. Um, uh, but outside of that, I'm, 
that's a, that's a tough one. And I think you agree, Bob. You've been yeah. in that situation. You've called me on that. Yeah. Every once in a while, we can bail you out sometimes. And sometimes it's just the, the, the officer didn't do the job at all. And we just can't get, even get there. But um, um, anyway, that, that, that's, that's yeah. what – on my side, that's about all I can say about that. No, and there are a lot of uh, national companies that advertise a lot that really wait to the last minute. Lee, from a legal standpoint, uh, getting good faith money back, that's in the contract if the deal falls apart from a lender aspect, right? Yes, and I, I'm sure that's frustrating to some sellers who feel that their house is sold and, and it's, uh, it's a done deal, but it's never really a done deal until that financing is on the table, you know, so uh, if the buyer hasn't done anything wrong and they have turned in their paperwork to their lender and they have turned in their taxes and they've, you know, diligently worked towards trying to get the loan and then circumstances change or the lender is not uh, following up as quickly as they should and they end up denying them, the buyer is not in breach and they should get their money back. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's the way the contract goes. The good news on this is that the market is so hot Sophia, you'll probably get uh, an offer almost immediately once it goes back on the market. So don't feel so bad on that. We are out of time. Seems like it flies by these days. My very thanks to uh, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial at 6450736. And Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow, 6497964. You can reach me, Bob Sikola, anytime at 376-5483. If you're thinking about selling your home, want to find out the five ways that we can help you without having to worry about buying your next home. Go to bobsellmyhome.com or sellmyhomebob.com. Got it? See the reference there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next Thank Sunday you. right here on News Radio 840 WHAS. <laughs>